recording is See, right. that's red. That's recording. Yes, we are. Well, hello, friends, and welcome. It's so good to be coming by this way. I hope you're coming by this way. I've been excited about being together with a couple of my friends to talk to you about something that means so much to all of us, especially for true believers in Christ. How important it is that we need to know how much God loves us and how much God loves others. And here we are as Christians on planet Earth in a place where we can share God's love with others who will listen and receive it. It's a wonderful truth. And I'd like to share a little bit with everyone who will listen a little bit about God's love. I was sharing earlier with my friends who are here with me. And let me share with you who are listening to the broadcast. George Matheson, he was a great hymn writer, and he wrote a hymn, O Love That Will Not Let Me Go. Now, it's possible that could be one of your favorite hymns. I know it was mine. But one day, I read about George Matheson, who wrote that song. You see, at a time when he was a student engaged to marry a young woman, but he found out that he was going blind. And, oh, did he love that young woman. He loved her, he adored her, brought her flowers, and he was always telling her how much he loved her. And they were planning to marry a young woman and George Madison, ready to be married. Uh, he would even give her... He, he loved her so much, now that he found out he's going to go blind after seeing all the doctors about it, he felt that it would only be fair to tell his future bride to know that he was going to be blind. And he thought it only fair to give her the option to say, I'd like to break the engagement. I do not want to marry you because you will be blind. And you kind of wonder about how sad that must have been for George Matheson, who loved her so much. Now, maybe she had a good reason. Maybe she thought that if I marry this man, if he's going to be blind, I wouldn't have a capacity to take care of him. So I better not marry him. And so the sad news to George Matheson that loved her so much she had to tell him, I don't want to marry you. That's when he later on wrote the hymn, O love that will not let me go. I rest my weary soul in you. Now, it's amazing. Here you have two things, a, a woman that rejected love and a God who will never reject love. For us, when we receive it and when we know God's love, what we did for us at the cross, how he redeemed us by shedding his own blood on the cross, that's what paid the price for all of our sin. It was a ransom paid for our sinfulness so that we could experience salvation 
by way of the cross where Christ died for our sins. But George Matheson had to live the rest of his life without a woman that he loved. Now, that's quite a story. It, it, it does a couple of things to me. First of all, it reminds me that God's love is not like human love. It reminds me that God's love is perfect love. It's a Bible love. It's called agape love. It's the perfect love of God. And uh, here's a Bible passage, friends. It's from Ephesians 2 and verse 4. But God, who is rich in mercy... For his great love, where he loved us. There's a little more to verses like that. But how would you feel, Ray? How could you deal with that? I, I know you were married for many years, and I know how much you loved your wife. We've talked about that before. It's been very difficult for you to go through grief when, you're, when your wife had to go to heaven and leave you behind. Your love for her was perfect love as far as a human being could go, and as highly respected, uh, how do you think you would have felt if that girl you love so much came to you and said, I've changed my mind, Ray. I, I don't think I want to love you now. You don't have enough money. You're not rich enough for me. I don't want to take care of you if you get sick. I don't think I better marry you. But thanks for asking me anyway. <laughs> well, I think that <laughs> I'm quite sure that my wife did not marry me before money. <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you, if indeed I would have went to my wife and said, hey, I'm going blind mm -hmm. and I am giving you an out for our marriage and she ever took it up on me, that would have broke my heart oh, yeah. completely. Oh, I'm sure. So I imagine that this guy here, what's his name, George what, Patterson? George Matheson. Matheson. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm sure that his heart, and I'm sure that he never forgot it through his whole life. If he really loved that, that woman, it's still he so never painful. forgot it. But what do you think? Of the, look at how he was inspired enough and God loved God enough to write the song, Oh, Love That Will oh, yeah. Not Let Me Go. I have, I, my wife died. I have no anger towards God whatsoever. Oh, I know you did. None. And I think even though it would have broke my heart and everything, I still don't think that I would have... You couldn't blame God for I it. I couldn't blame God for it because I think God did the, under the circumstances, I think God did the correct thing for both of us. You knew how much God loved you. It gave you a great marriage. Yep, yep. I know. You told me all about, you told all of us that when we did a previous broadcast, you shared your love that you had for your wife. But there are people who don't know about God's love. Many are hurt by something like that deeply, mm -hmm. but don't have a place to turn. No, I know that. Uh, and that, that is as sad as that story that you told. Yeah. That I think that even Christians don't understand God's love. No, no you're right. I don't think they do. No, many Christians who confess they do know God's love for their own life really do not seem to know God's love. Mm -hmm in terms of true marriage. 
it's very sad, and I wouldn't want to judge or condemn or beat anybody up. If you've had a divorce and you're listening to this broadcast, our heart goes out to you and we sorrow about it. But this illustration we were just sharing is how much God's love is different from human love. Human love many times is conditional. God's love is not conditional. For example, we could fail very much in our Christian experience, but God's love won't leave us. Now, human love, and I can understand human love. If, if you have a wife or a husband who hurts you and gives you a tough time, you can lose a sense of love for that husband or wife, and you leave or get a divorce. But God doesn't do that. God's nature is not that way. God loves us with an everlasting love. There's a great, big, huge difference oh, uh, between natural right. love and God's love. We have to know the difference between God's love and human love. Yeah. And I think it's vitally important for people who are not really Christians, not real Christians. I don't think they get it. You know, um, they might think it's God's will to do what they do when it may not be. You need to know what God's heart is. I think knowing God's heart, Ron, is to know His nature. Yes, uh, one of His great, a great thing about His nature is He is love. Among other things, does that you know your story? I know I don't know all of your story about your life and your marriage, but I know it's not the same. As Ray's uh, marriage, because everybody's different, but does, is there anything about anything that you receive from this message about love in your life? All I can say from the experience I had was you better make sure that you truly love the one you want to marry. Mm -hmm. Because if that doesn't happen, the marriage will never last. Because marriage is not an easy road. No, it isn't. Don't let anyone ever tell you, right. I had a fantastic marriage. I really did. But, boy, we did our fights, too. Mm -hmm. We had our arguments. We had our fights and everything else, uh, especially when we was young. So marriage is very easy to say, okay, I'm done with you, right. and walk out the door. That's right. You've got to work right. at it. But the reason we the reason we get married, the reason there's a bride and groom standing in front of a priest or a pastor or a minister or a, a, a clergyman of some kind uh, to give vows, mm -hmm. and the vows we give is, I'll love you to the point of death. That's right. But uh, our lifestyle and our human nature and our Christianity, quote, unquote, uh, proves that some people do not follow love all the way to the end of life. They give up on it. Mm -hmm. But we're human. That, Is there that, an excuse for giving up love for someone? Yeah, you hit it. We're human. Because we're human because we're human. We, we just don't have that kind of love, no matter how deep humanistic love is, it has absolute, it's subpar to God's love. Yeah. So true. 
Jesus okay. said that too. He said, "If you love your family, your mother, father, your children more than me, yeah. you're not worthy." That's yeah. right. So yeah. that's how strong God's love is for us. He's right. jealous. He wants us to love mm-hmm. Him more than anything else. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah that be so. In, in some words, you're saying here that God loves us more than any kind of human love could yes, ever love us. That's correct. Uh, oftentimes we have conditional love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And uh, people will maybe a a couple giving up on their marriage right. will make remarks like this. Someone might say to their husband or the husband to the wife, they could say this: "I don't love you anymore. I want a divorce." Mm-hmm. God wouldn't say that to us. No. He can't say that to us. He could never say that to us. That's not God's love. God's love could never say, I'm letting you go. I'm letting you go. But listen, there's a big picture to all of this because look at it this way. There are some people, think of this one. There are some people who call themselves true believers in Christ who can still give up on their husband or wife because they think they have done so much wrong to them that God doesn't want them to be married anymore. Uh, Maybe in some real extreme cases, that's true. In some cases, maybe that happens. But the fact is, there are many people who believe they're Christians who think that God can give up on them. God cannot give up on them. No. So God can't break, I, I, you know, the Bible even indicates, indicates that we are, as believers, we are married to Christ. Yes. So can Christ divorce us? No. no. Even if I'm a bad guy, can he no. divorce me? Let's no. say I fall into sin. He's going to say, I don't want you anymore? No. No. That wouldn't be true love. That's no, not eternal love. But there are Christians who even put conditions on their relationship with God by thinking that if I commit this sin, God will divorce me. He won't want me anymore. That's not true. No, not if you're a true Christian. His love will never leave us. And that's why, in a way, boy, I'm going to say something now. I hope you don't get very many letters. (laughs) You'll You'll get some letters here, (laughs) yeah. I'm sure there are people listening (laughs) that disagree with us. But I think that it is very we really should if you're a christian marry a christian now that's a big statement but i really think that might be the proper way. now does that Absolutely. make it 100 percent? if you're a christian you should marry a christian you should not fall in love with a non-christian because you might be able to bring that non-christian to christianity right but on the whole if a, if a Christian understands a little bit about God's love and he marries a girl or a guy that also understands a little bit about some of these fights and arguments and stuff like that won't lead to them separating. That's right. You know, That's possible. Yeah. But, I, but I think but you know, most Christians and preachers will say that we should marry a true believer mm-hmm. Like you are, a Christian should marry another 
true believer Christian because if you don't, you'll bring heartache into your marriage because your spouse will not be a Christian and you'll end up having problems. That's, yes, but you can't, you can't paint everybody with the same brush. Right. But I, I myself, I believe that that's the correct way to go. But if indeed, let's say a Christian marries a non-Christian, he has the love of God in him. She does not. And she's liable to leave him, not him leave her. That's true. Well, if she leaves him, then that's no disrespect to the Christian. Oh, no. He no. is. He, you no. know, we shouldn't look completely down on people who are divorced. We should know the story before we get involved That's in, right. in judging some somebody else. Right. Yeah, we're not here to be a judge on things like that. Exactly right, because we know of pastors who have got divorced. Yes. It's not necessarily the pastor that left his wife. It's the wife that left the pastor. Well, what are you going to do in that situation? Well, you I can't hog right. tire and no. put her down in the cellar or something. No. That's right, and here in that case, Ray, there's an innocent minister who will not be able to function as a pastor in some churches Absolutely. because he had a divorce even though he was innocent of it. Yep, uh, that, and that's, that's wrong. That's another story. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's right. We yeah. don't want to get into that. We've got to have enough letters written now about yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. That's, uh, the whole subject matter is, is very, very sensitive. Um, how true all of that is. Um, many marriages fail because without judging anybody that goes through that, and we're not doing that, we don't, ever, we don't know every reason why someone has to have a divorce, so we're not judging anyone. Yeah, the, no. point, the point of what we're saying is that because we're human, we can make those mistakes the, the, but the proof is that God doesn't ever leave somebody that he loves. No. He just doesn't do it. Although there are some religious people who believe that God will give up on some of his children. Oh. Uh, yeah. But God doesn't. There's a lot of, a lot of uh, pastors and a lot of yeah. uh, different denominations that believe, hey, you can lose your salvation. That's right. I don't happen to believe that at all. No, because I think, well, you know, a good illustration, I think, Ray, and I've, I've shared it other times with people, is that here you have a mother, and, you know, and being in a prison system as I was for many years, there were many men I knew in the prison who committed crimes. The mother would be writing to them, helping them, sending them money to the canteen so the prisoners could keep buying things as long as they live in the prison. And the mother would sometimes say to me, even when they call me, and I'd say, please help my son. He's living in the prison there where you are. Would you, would you please treat him kind? He's a good boy. And uh, when they would say that, you kind of snicker at it in a way because he wasn't a good boy. Mm -hmm. And here's my point. He was a bad boy. That's why he's in prison. Yep. But the point of that mother is she could not stop right. loving her son. Right. Now, this is human, right? Yep. That mother and many mothers 
will never, ever, ever give up on their children. And the fact of it is, too, along with this, is that biologically it's true that that son came out of the mother's womb. They are one together, and no matter what he does, even if the mother gives up on him, and no matter what he does, he could go back to being a bad boy again in his life. But she'll never give up on her son because she loves him. Now, if people can be like that, and some people are really like that. Oh, sure. Why would God give up on his children that he died for on a cross to save us? Mm -hmm. He's not going to. No. I think that God, when indeed you go before the Lord and you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Mm -hmm. your heart is looked at. That's uh, right. And once your heart is looked at and once you are indeed saved, you're not going to want to do bad things again. No, that's right. You know, you're not. Will you do bad things? Yes. <laughs> I am a disobedient child of God. Right. That's the only way that you can explain it. That's right. I don't want to do the things that I do, but I do them anyway. That's just like right. Paul, just like uh, the yeah. Apostle Paul said. Right. The Bible says that. Yeah. Uh, and that's because of your human nature. But God shows us perfect love Absolutely. in that even though as one of his children you still mess up and you do bad things sometimes, not really bad things, but, you know, you do things yeah. as a Christian yeah. you shouldn't do, mm-hmm. God still loves you anyway. Absolutely. Because his love is unconditional. Boy, I hope so. <laughs> I, mean, I know. I think that every Christian in the world, we can we sometimes fail. look at Christians and say, "Wow, he's a real good Christian." He don't. Yeah. We don't know any any more about that guy than we do ourselves. That's right. right. He he's a sinner too. That's right. Billy That's Graham right. was a very excellent Christian, but he was a sinner. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yep. He sure was. Everybody is. Everybody is. Yeah, where's that verse? And remember that verse, Romans three twenty three. Ron, what does it say? You must remember that one. All have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's yeah. it. All have sinned. Yeah, everybody. So we're all guilty. Yeah, and just because you're a Christian does not make you a non-sinner. No, no. you're still not perfect until you go to heaven. That's exactly. What did Paul say? He said, "I I do the things that I, that I shouldn't, mm-hmm. and I." You know, right. when he goes yeah. on. Yeah. yeah, he says it's in uh, Romans 7, Romans right? 7, yeah. yeah. He says the more I, I try to do what's right, right the more I find out I'm yeah. doing what's wrong. The yeah. things I do is wrong. <laughs> yeah. And that those are the things yeah. that I do do. And yeah. that's because of the sin nature. Yeah. Our spirit right. man is saved. Yeah. yeah. And it won't sin. Yeah. Because but, it's with the Holy Spirit. You know, someone listening right now might say, well, how can you say that? If God mm-hmm. saved you, forgave you, you go into heaven, you still want to call yourself a sinner? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you explain that? Yeah. <laughs> it's because, of, because that's right. Uh, Pastor Ron just hit it what right on. What he you? said Adam. 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 Oh, because it's Adam's Adam's fault. Adam. Right. right. Adam brought sin into the world. Right. Yeah, and, and it fell ev- upon all of us. And right. every everybody that all is born yeah. is a sinner. But you know the story. If you try to tell people how Christ saved you, forgave you for all your sins, and your name is written in the book of life, and someday you're going to be in heaven with God, they're going to look at you and say, what are you, a holier than thou? You're as, you're as much a sinner as I am. Who are you kidding? Tell me all about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that, that, that's a fact, Pastor. I've had it thrown up to me because I wasn't the best person in the world at one time, but and some of my friends, there's not very many of them left, boy, believe me. Mm. Uh, I've had that thrown up the mail. <laughs> well, it, it You're is, a Christian? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah. remember when. Yeah, I remember when. I don't know. The only friend we have amongst us, Ray, that has a halo over his head is our friend Don. That's right. Yeah. right. Halo over his head. No, but <laughs> That's not true. No, even Ron is a sinner, too. Absolutely. Yeah, so we can honestly say that I'm a sinner saved by, by the grace, grace of God. Yeah. By grace. That is grace. Another word for grace is a gift. Yes, it is. That's right. That's right. So we can't say that we're going to get to heaven because we've been good. No. <laughs> no. We're going to get to heaven because we know that Jesus died for us Amen. on the cross and he was willing to forgive us. Yeah. But we had to go to Christ and ask him to forgive us because we realized, yes, Lord, I'm a sinner. I've really been a bad guy, a woman. And, Lord, would you save me? I know you died for my sin. Come into my heart and live. I want to be a true Christian. Mm -hmm. That's a real prayer. That's a sincere sinner's prayer. Anyone that goes to God on terms like that, Lord, I'm not worthy. Lord, I've sinned too Mm -hmm. much. But you died for me on the cross. Right. I accept you as my personal Savior. I hope someone listening to not, to us now would do that very thing yes. and, and get in touch with us about it. Before we go, our time is up. Maybe we can always get back to a subject like this. Friends, you may have questions. You may not believe it. You may think it's you just don't believe it. Or you're having a hard time. You have many questions. Please write to us. Address your mail to... Pastor Frank, P.O. Box 2003, Woburn, Mass., 01888. That's P.O. Box 2003 in Woburn, W-O-B-U-R-N, Massachusetts, 01888. But you can email us. Email us right now. We'll get your message. Email us at host at agmradio.com. Dot net host at agmradio.net. There's one more thing. You can find us very easily on our webpage. Our webpage is agmradio.net. Thank you, folks, for listening. We really appreciate everything about you and spending time with us so that we could share this message. God bless. Until the next time. Please be in touch. We'd love to hear from you. We need your encouragement. Be in touch with us as soon as you can. Bye for now. Recording is See, that's red. That's recording. Yes, we are. Well, hello, friends, and welcome. It's so good to be coming by this way. I hope you're coming by this way. I've been excited about being together with a couple of my friends to talk to you about something that means so much to all of us, especially for true believers in Christ, how important it is 
that we need to know how much God loves us and how much God loves others. And here we are as Christians on planet Earth in a place where we can share God's love with others who will listen and receive it. It's a wonderful truth. And I'd like to share a little bit with everyone who will listen a little bit about God's love. I was sharing earlier with my friends who are here with me. And let me share with you who are listening to the broadcast. George Matheson, he was a great hymn writer. And he wrote a hymn, O Love That Will Not Let Me Go. Now, it's possible that could be one of your favorite hymns. I know it was mine. But one day, I read about George Matheson, who wrote that song. You see, at a time when he was a student engaged to marry a young woman, but he found out that he was going blind. And, oh, did he love that young woman. He loved her. He adored her, brought her flowers and He was always telling her how much he loved her. And they were planning to marry a young woman in George Madison, ready to be married. Uh, He would even give her, he, he loved her so much, now that he found out he's going to go blind after seeing all the doctors about it, he felt that it would only be fair to tell his future bride to know that he was going to be blind and he thought it only fair to give her the option to say I'd like to break the engagement I do not want to marry you because you will be blind and you kind of wonder about how sad that must have been for George Matheson who loved her so much Now, maybe she had a good reason. Maybe she thought that if I marry this man, if he's going to be blind, I wouldn't have a capacity to take care of him. So I better not marry him. And so the sad news to George Matheson that loved her so much, she had to tell him, I don't want to marry you. That's when he later on wrote the hymn, O Love That Will Not Let Me Go. I rest my weary soul in you. Now, it's amazing. Here you have two things, a, a woman that rejected love and a God who will never reject love for us when we receive it and when we know God's love, what we did for us at the cross, how he redeemed us by shedding his own blood on the cross. That's what paid the price for all of our sin. It was a ransom paid for our sinfulness so that we could experience salvation by way of the cross where Christ died for our sins. But George Matheson had to live the rest of his life without a woman that he loved. Now, that's quite a story. It it does a couple of things to me. First of all, it reminds me that God's love is not like human love. It reminds me that God's love is perfect love. It's a Bible love. It's called agape love. It's the perfect love of God. And uh, here's a Bible passage, friends. It's from Ephesians 2 and verse 4. But God, 
who is rich in mercy for his great love where he loved us. There's a little more to verses like that. But how would you feel, Ray? How could you deal with that? I, I know you were married for many years, and I know how much you loved your wife. We've talked about that before. It's been very difficult for you to go through grief when, you're, when your wife had to go to heaven and leave you behind. Your love for her was perfect love as far as a human being could go, and it's highly respected. Uh, how do you think you would have felt if that girl you love so much came to you and said, I've changed my mind, Ray, I, I don't think I want to love you now. You don't have enough money. You're not rich enough for me. I don't want to take care of you if you get sick. I don't think I better marry you. But thanks for asking me anyway. <laughs> well, I think that <laughs> I'm quite sure that my wife did not marry me before money. <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you, if indeed I would have went to my wife and said, hey, I'm going blind, mm -hmm. and I am giving you an out for our marriage, and she ever took it up on me, that would have broke my heart Oh, yeah. completely. Oh, I'm sure. So I imagine that this guy here, what's his name, George what, Patterson? George Matheson. Matheson. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm sure that his heart, and I'm sure that he never forgot it through his whole life. If he really loved that that woman, it's still he so never painful. forgot it. But what do you think? of the, Look at how he was inspired enough and God loved God enough to write the song, Oh Love That Will oh, yeah. Not Let Me Go. I have, I, my wife died. I have no anger towards God whatsoever. Oh, I know you did. None. And I think even though it would have broke my heart and everything, I still don't think that I would have. You couldn't uh, blame God for I it. I couldn't blame God for it because I think God did the, under the circumstances, I think God did the correct thing for both of us. You knew how much God loved you. It gave you a great marriage. Yep, yep. I know. You told me all about You told all of us that when we did a previous broadcast. You shared your love that you had for your wife. But there are people who don't know about God's love. Many are hurt by something like that deeply, mm -hmm. but don't have a place to turn. No, I know that. Uh, and that, that is as sad as that story that you told. Yeah. That I think that even Christians don't understand God's love. No, no, you're right. I don't think they do. No, many Christians who confess they do know God's love for their own life really do not seem to know God's love mm -hmm. in terms of true marriage. It's very sad, and I wouldn't want to judge or condemn or beat anybody up. If you've had a divorce and you're listening to this broadcast, uh, our heart goes out to you and we sorrow about it. But this illustration we were just sharing is how much God's love is different from human love. Human love many times is conditional. God's love is not conditional. For example, we could fail very much in our Christian experience, but God's love won't leave us. 
Now, human love, and I can understand human love. If, if you have a wife or a husband who hurts you and gives you a tough time, you can lose a sense of love for that husband or wife, and you leave or get a divorce. Mm-hmm. But God doesn't do that. God's nature is not that way. God loves us with an everlasting love. There's a great, big, huge difference oh, uh, between sure. natural right. love and God's love. We have to know the difference between God's love and human love. And I think it's vitally important for people who are not really Christians, not real Christians. I don't think they get it, you know. Um, They might think it's God's will to do what they do when it may not be. You need to know what God's heart is. I think knowing God's heart, Ron, is to know his nature. Yes. One of his great a great thing about his nature is he is love, among other things. Does that, you know, your story, I know, I don't know all of your story about your life and your marriage, but I know it's not the same no. as Ray's uh, marriage because <clears throat> everybody's different, but does, is there anything about anything that you receive from this message about love in your life? All I can say from the experience I had was you better make sure that you truly love the one you want to marry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because if that doesn't happen, the marriage will never last. Because marriage is not an easy road. No, it isn't. Don't let anyone ever tell you, That's right. I had a fantastic marriage. I really did. But boy, we did our fights too. Mm-hmm. We had our arguments, we had our fights and everything else, uh, especially when we was young. So marriage is very easy to say, okay, I'm done with you, and walk out the door. That's right. You've got to work at it. But the the reason we get married, the reason there's a bride and groom standing in front of a priest or a pastor or a minister or... A, a clergyman of some kind uh, to give vows, mm-hmm. and the vows we give is, "I love you to the point of death." That's right. But uh, our lifestyle and our human nature and our Christianity, quote unquote, uh, proves that some people do not follow love all the way to the end of life. They give up on it. Mm-hmm. But we're human. That, is there that, an excuse for giving up love for someone? Yeah, you hit it. We're human. Because we're human. Because we're human. We we just don't have that kind of love. No matter how deep humanistic love is, it has absolute, it's subpar to God's love. Yeah. So true. Jesus so true. said that, too. He said... If you love your family, your mother, father, your children more than me, you're not worthy. That's right. So that's how strong God's love is for us. He's jealous. He wants us to love Mm -hmm. him more than anything else. So in in some words, you're saying here that God loves us more than any kind of human love could ever love us. that's correct. Uh, Oftentimes we have conditional love. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. And... uh, People will, maybe a, a couple giving up on their marriage right. 
will make remarks like this. Someone might say to their husband or the husband to the wife, they could say this, I don't love you anymore, I want a divorce. Mm -hmm. God wouldn't say that to us. He can't say that to us. He could never say that to us. Mm -hmm. That's not God's love. God's love could never say, I'm letting you go. I'm letting you go. But listen, there's a big picture to all of this because look at it this way. There are some people, think of this one. There are some people who call themselves true believers in Christ who can still give up on their husband or wife because they think they have done so much wrong to them that God doesn't want them to be married anymore. Uh, Maybe in some real extreme cases, that's true. In some cases, maybe that happens. But the fact is, there are many people who believe they're Christians who think that God can give up on them. God cannot give up on them. No. So God can't break, you know, the Bible even indicates indicates that we are, as believers, we are married to Christ. Yes. So can Christ divorce us? No. no. Even if I'm a bad guy, can he no. divorce me? Let's no. say I fall into sin. He's going to say, I don't want you anymore? No. No. That wouldn't be true love. That's no, not eternal love. But there are Christians who even put conditions on their relationship with God by thinking that if I commit this sin, God will divorce me. He won't want me anymore. That's not true. No, not if you're a true Christian. His love will never leave us. And that's why, in a way, boy, I'm going to say something now. I hope you don't get very many letters. (laughs) You'll get some letters here, yeah. I'm sure there are people listening (laughs) who disagree with us. But I think that it is very, we really should if you're a Christian, marry a Christian. Now, that's a big statement, but I really think that might be the proper way. Now, does that Absolutely. make it 100% if you're a Christian? You should marry a Christian. You should not fall in love with a non-Christian because you might be able to bring that non-Christian to Christianity. Right. But on the whole, if a, if a Christian understands a little bit about God's love and he marries a girl or a guy that also understands a little bit about some of these fights and arguments and stuff like that won't lead to them separating. That's right. That's possible. But I I think most Christians and preachers will say that we should marry a true believer like you are. Uh, a Christian should marry another true believer Christian because if you don't, you'll bring heartache into your marriage because your spouse will not be a Christian and you'll end up having problems. That's, yes, but you can't, you can't paint everybody with the same brush. Right. But I, I myself, I believe that that's the correct way to go, but... If indeed, let's say a Christian marries a non-Christian, he has the love of God in him, she does not, and she's liable to leave him. 
not him leave her. That's true. Well, if she leaves him, then that's no disrespect to the Christian. Oh, no. He no. is, he, you no. know, we shouldn't look completely down on people who are divorced. We should know the story before we get involved That's in, right. in judging some somebody else. Right. Yeah, we're not here to be a judge on things like that. Exactly right, because we know of pastors who have got divorced. Yes. It's not necessarily the pastor that left his wife. It's the wife that left the pastor. Well, what are you going to do in that situation? Well, you know. can't hog right. tie her and no. put her down in the cellar or something. No. That's right, and here in that case, Ray, there's an innocent minister who will not be able to function as a pastor in some churches Absolutely. because he had a divorce even though he was innocent of it. Yep, uh, that, and that's, that's wrong. That's another story. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. We yeah. don't want to get into that. We're going to have enough letters written now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. That's, uh, the whole subject matter is, is very, very sensitive. Um, how true all of that is. Um, many marriages fail because without judging anybody that goes through that, and we're not doing that, we don't, ever, we don't know every reason why someone has to have a divorce, so we're not judging anyone. Yeah, the, no. point, the point of what we're saying is that because we're human, we can make those mistakes the, the, but the proof is that God doesn't ever leave somebody that he loves. No. He just doesn't do it. Although there are some religious people who believe that God will give up on some of his children. Oh. Uh, good day. Yeah. But God doesn't. There's a lot of, a lot of uh, pastors and a lot of yeah. uh, different denominations that believe, hey, you can lose your salvation. That's right. I don't happen to believe that at all. No, because I think, well, you know, a good illustration, I think, Ray, and I've, I've shared it other times with people, is that here you have a mother, and, you know, and being in a prison system as I was for many years, there were many men I knew in the prison who committed crimes. The mother would be writing to them, helping them, sending them money to the canteen so the prisoners keep, could keep buying things as long as they live in the prison. And the mother would sometimes say to me, even when they call me, and I'd say, please help my son. He's living in the prison there where you are. Would you, would you please treat him kind? He's a good boy. And uh, when they would say that, you kind of snicker at it in a way because he wasn't a good boy. Mm -hmm. And here's my point. He was a bad boy. That's why he's in prison. Yep. But the point of that mother is she could not stop right. loving her son. Mm -hmm. Now, this is human, right? Yep. That mother and many mothers will never, ever, ever give up on their children. No. Yep. And the fact of it is, too, along with this, is that biologically— it's true that that son came out of the mother's womb. They are one together, and no matter what he does, even if the mother gives up on him, and no matter what he does, he could go back to being a bad boy again in his life, but she'll never give up on her son no. because she loves him. Now, if people can be like that, and some people are really like that. Oh, sure. 
Why would God give up on his children that he died for on a cross to save us? Mm-hmm. He's not going to. No. I think that God, when indeed you go before the Lord and you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. your heart is looked at. That's uh, right. And once your heart is looked at and once you are indeed saved, you're not going to want to do bad things again. No. That's right. You know, you're not. Will you do bad things? Yes. <laughs> I am a disobedient child of God. Right. That's the only way that you can explain it. That's right. I don't want to do the things that I do, but I do them anyway. That's just like right. Paul, just like uh, the yeah. Apostle Paul said. Right. The Bible says that. Yeah. Uh, and that's because of your human nature. But God shows us perfect love Absolutely. in that even though as one of his children you still mess up and you do bad things sometimes, not really bad things, but, you know, you do things yeah. as a Christian yeah. you shouldn't do, mm-hmm. God still loves you anyway. Absolutely. Because his love is unconditional. Boy, I hope so. <laughs> I, mean, I know. So uh, I think that every Christian in the world, we can we sometimes fail. look at Christians and say, wow, he's a real good Christian. He don't... Yeah, we don't know any any more about that guy than we do ourselves. That's right. He he's a sinner too. That's right. Billy That's Graham right. was a very excellent Christian, but he was a sinner. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yep. He sure was. Everybody is. Everybody is. Yeah. Where's that verse? And remember that verse, Romans three twenty three. Ron, what does it say? You must remember that one. All have. Sinned and falls short of the glory of God. That's yeah. it. All have sinned. Yeah, everybody. So uh, we're all guilty. Yeah, and just because you're a Christian does not make you a non-sinner. No, no. you're still not perfect till you go to heaven. Exactly. What did Paul said? He said, "I I do the things that I, that I shouldn't," mm-hmm. and I, you know, right. when he goes on. Yeah, himself. yeah. He said it's in uh, Romans seven. Romans right? seven. Yeah. yeah. He says, the more I I try to do what's right, right, the more I find out I'm doing what's wrong. The things I do is wrong, (laughs) and those are the things that I do do. And that's because of the sin nature. Yeah. Our spirit man is saved. Yeah. And it won't sin because it's with the Holy Spirit. You know, someone listening right now might say, well, how can you say that? If God saved you, forgave you, you go into heaven, you still want to call yourself a sinner? Yeah. How do you explain that? Yeah. <laughs> it's because of, because that's right. Uh, Pastor Ron just hit it what right on. What he said you? Adam. 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 Oh, because yeah, Adam's because fault. Adam. Right. right. Adam brought sin into the world. Right. Yeah, and, and it fell ev- upon all of us. And right. every everybody that all is born yeah. is a sinner. But you know the story. If you try to tell people how Christ saved you, forgave you for all your sins, and your name is written in the book of life, and someday you're going to be in heaven with God. They're going to look at you and say, "What are you, a holier than thou? You're as, you're as much a sinner as I am. Who are you kidding?" Tell me all about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that that's a fact, Pastor. I've had it thrown up to me because I wasn't the best person in the world at one time. But and some of my friends, there's not very many of them left. Boy, believe me. Mm. Uh, I've had that thrown up the mail. <laughs> well, it, it you're is. a Christian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah. when. Yeah, I remember when. I don't know. The only friend we have amongst us, Ray, that has a halo over his head is our friend Don. That's right. Yeah. right. Halo over Ron. his head. No, but <laughs> that's not true. No, even Ron is a sinner too. Absolutely. 
So we can honestly say that I'm a sinner saved by the grace of God. By grace. That is grace. Another word for grace is a gift. Yes, it is. That's right. That's right. So we can't say that we're going to get to heaven because we've been good. No. No. We're going to get to heaven because we know that Jesus died for us on the cross and he was willing to forgive us. But we had to go to Christ and ask him to forgive us right. because we realize, yes, Lord, I'm a sinner. I've really been a bad guy, a woman. And, Lord, would you save me? I know you died for my sin. Come into my heart and live. I want to be a true Christian. Mm-hmm. That's a real prayer. That's a sincere sinner's prayer. Anyone that goes to God on terms like that, Lord, I'm not worthy. Lord, I've sinned too mm-hmm. much. But you died for me on the cross. Right. I accept you as my personal Savior. I hope someone listening to, to us now would do that very thing yes. and, and get in touch with us about it. Before we go, our time is up. Maybe we can always get back to a subject like this. Friends, you may have questions. You may not believe it. You may think it's you just don't believe it. Or you're having a hard time. You have many questions. Please write to us. Address your mail to... Pastor Frank, P.O. Box 2003, Woburn, Mass., 01888. That's P.O. Box 2003 in Woburn, W-O-B-U-R-N, Massachusetts, 01888. But you can email us. Email us right now. We'll get your message. Email us at host at agmradio.com. Net, host at agmradio.net. There's one more thing. You can find us very easily on our webpage. Our webpage is agmradio.net. Thank you, folks, for listening. We really appreciate everything about you and spending time with us so that we could share this message. God bless. Until the next time. Please be in touch. We'd love to hear from you. We need your encouragement. Be in touch with us as soon as you can. Bye for now.